Secret Friends Unite! Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 363, another palindrome. This is your guide to the geek side, and I'm one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, from beautiful Savage, Minnesota. Joined by Charlie Carden from the, uh, someone call it the west side of Michigan. I'm from the land of the ice and snow. That's all I know. That's all I got. That's okay. Perfect. That's all we got. Uh, it's going to well, be what it's going to be. Yeah, I was laying of ice and snow all this week. I was everywhere. I mean, that's my that's my job, traveling and spreading the good word of excitement and fine eyeglass lenses. That's what I do. Yes, and uh, it's been a crazy life, crazy times. If you're in the United States, you know what we're going through. So nothing, no comments about that. But it is the Super Bowl weekend, so we are going to do a little preview about what we'll see on the Super Bowl in the world of nerd. That's going to come in the next section of the show. But before we get to that section of the show, we're going to talk about a cover Charlie picked this week. It's very neon green. Um, Ooh, yes. And, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's making me queasy. <laughs> yes. The uh, Amazing Spider-Man 363, Carnage, The Conclusion. There are so many like like little blots and, and text boxes that it's like it's hard to tell what's going on except for the big three faces you see, Venom, Carnage, right. and Spidey. And yeah, so this was Carnage's introduction in the the summer, oh, the summer of 92. It's kind of my summer of 69. I was 16. I had my first job. I was in maintenance at a water park here in Grand Rapids that no longer exists. Plunging toilets and meeting girls and not obviously at the same time. But uh, I was, uh, you know, I'm obviously a monthly subscriber to this. So I remember reading it for the first time. And this was, this was Eric Larson's run, I'm guessing. This was this or was this or had I had we segued into your I think we maybe had segued into your your best boy toy, your your buddy there, Mr. Mark. But yeah, it looks like it's Mark Bagley cover. Yeah, Yeah. you can tell because they have faces that are so long. It's like, why the long face? It's like their face grew by 10 inches. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Everybody looks like uh, the George Harrison uh, cartoon from the, the Beatles cartoon back in the 60s. Very long. Long and long. But yeah, this was the, the more I called this the Adams Family uh, pick. Uh, because yeah, it was just uh, a lot of bombastic, artsy-fartsy, you know, toothy. I can never really figure out what's going on with Carnage's face. Does he have teeth? Is it just looks like he has teeth? Because Venom had teeth, which also really didn't make a lot of sense. Um, but Carnage was, and he was always kind of flowing. Like he had like gorgeous locks. I don't know. It was it was a it was a cornucopia for the senses. We'll call it that. Why not? Yeah, and and the symbiotes and carnage. It just it it kind of started small, and then just everybody became a symbiote. We saw that right. come came back recently. They had like the planet of the symbiotes, and yeah, it's kind of no, no, just the, become the, a thing. No, the planet of the symbiotes was at this time. That was I think the oh, was it to this? Yeah, oh, I was thinking oh oh wow yeah. Okay, so it was, no, out, they it, had, was, it was even out of control back then. Well, the Venom, the Venom miniseries you and I talked about a year ago, that was mm-hmm. Null, who was the the, the overlord. The god. The yeah. Symbiotes. Yeah, exactly. He was the guy. So anyway, it's Symbioti and uh, Symbiote, Symbiote, Symbioti. Is that like Illuminati? That was a good one. Um, I think maybe our main news correspondent, our number one, I think she could, she's either Symbiote or a Cylon or both because she never seems to age. She's always. Well, Charlie, she's the first Fembot. 
And we'll talk yes! about that in a second. There you go. We yeah. sure will. But anyway, we will uh, we'll hop a cab down to Hollywood and Vine and we'll connect with, as I'd mentioned, Madam Webb for the latest rumors and news. So let's go. Now it's time for Madam Webb's rumors and news. Take it away, boys. Thank you, Madam Webb. Oh, Madam Webb, you're going to be so excited about what is coming back this week. Uh, we're going to talk about it in the news, but uh, as I mentioned in the precursor, you were actually the first fembot, I believe. Uh, you tried to put some tin cans on yourself to pe- make people believe you were a robot. It did not work out. Your negligee was just a paper sack. It just Ooh. did not play out well. So sorry that you didn't become the first successful fembot, but you definitely were the first one to try out. Well, you know, they, they always say sometimes you never want to be the first person who does anything. <laughs> and no. that, would, that would be very symptomatic of this. So, all right, what do we got? We got the Superb Owl. That, yes, we got uh, some pre-ads. Yeah, 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 pre-ads. pre-ads. They started doing these pre-ads, which is very odd because I don't know the point of it because it's like, well, you want people to – have one big audience's eyes on the prize, but I guess maybe the people that don't even care about the Super Bowl or the ads, they still want to get those out in front of people to get excited. So maybe it's something there, especially as less and less people have, uh, you know, terrestrial TV and they don't have, they've got to catch people. So what do you do? Put out ads and there you go. I don't even know if this game is, the scheme and maybe is streaming on Peacock. I don't know how else you get it except yeah. the table. I don't know where I'm going to be be watching it. Because uh, I, I do like to have it on, but it'll be you think it'll be on Peacock or Hulu or something? I think so. He, Peacock is doing a lot of like TV now. They're doing like they have the WWE events live. They have a lot of sports live now. So okay. um, yeah, I think Peacock is the way to go. There's free trials for anybody who want it. And actually, uh, my mom got Peacock for free with Charter or Spectrum or whatever it is their service is called out in Michigan. So um, I bequeathed that from her. So. You you you, you, beque- you bequeathed it back to yourself. All right. So anyway, uh, we have uh, DC had their uh, their happy reel uh, where they rolled out all of the stuff that we're going to see this year. So that's the Batman, which is uh, next month in March. Just got our tickets last night, and Todd, you and I were talking in the pre-roll. Uh, movies just come out on Thursdays now. There's no. It's not a Friday roll. The fir- when I was looking at the showings. Um, the first one was at four or four thirty in the afternoon on Thursday, and I think we grabbed the we grabbed the five thirty. This is a three hour movie, three hours. So I really, I really hope I hope the pacing supports that, but we will find out. Charlie, um, do like, not get beer and like turkey and everything before the movie because you're you're become the man that has to see a movie at four just so you don't fall asleep. Get a latte. Get get a get a tall coffee. You may have to pee a couple times, but that's okay. I'm sure they'll pause the movie for you. I have well, I, they don't need to. I have the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the catheter, the the movie catheter. You know, that's, hey, that's it's, it's it's already dark. What do I have to worry about? So or anyway, the, I'm, uh, or, the, or the astronaut diaper. You know, any of those. Oh, oh. Yes, I'll take a I'll take a pass on that. But at any rate, you know, I, I'm I'm interested to see what they do. We haven't had a Batman film since 2012, so it's been 10 years. Was that when Returns came out? And you know uh, that one yeah. that one was of. People have a lot of different opinions about that. The Dark Knight, which came out in 08. Todd, I know that's a personal favorite of yours. You might have even watched it three times. Oh, I've seen that. I saw that movie twice when it first came out, and I rarely even do that. But, um, yeah, that was fantastic. My company got me free tickets to see it the first ah. time. I got to see it before everybody else did, which is funny because we weren't podcasting at the time, so I didn't even have a chance to like put spoilers out there because what Ooh. Facebook was the only social media that was out at the time. Just just starting to burgeon, yeah. So I know. So anyway. crazy. 
So we saw Batman. We got uh, uh, some pinches of Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam. Uh, We saw from The Flash. So you saw Ezra Miller as The Flash. Did not catch, um, and maybe they didn't want to confuse things, but no reveals of, uh, I was going to say Michael Bolton. No reviews of Michael Michael Keaton as... uh, as, uh, Just a voiceover. Was Just there a VO? I missed that. I missed yes, that. it was when the flat during the flash part. You heard Michael Keaton's voiceover. I will watch it again. And then at the end of the clip, there were some young people. I don't know which movie they were attached to. Did that, um, did that jump out at you? Well, depending on which one, because I mean, obviously, from Black Adam, they showed black a lot of Black Adam, Doctor Fate. They showed Hawkman and Adam Smasher. He's the big guy. Um, that they showed. No, no, no but the they giant. they showed just some run of the mill. It's, it's Shazam. It's, it's the Shazam. Shazam family. Remember, they had all of them. Yep. It didn't, oh boy, it didn't even really look like him. That's weird. Uh, okay, I, I will have to watch it again. But anyway, nice, nice sizzle reel. Uh, hopefully, those will all end up being pretty enjoyable because you know DC has they've had a rough go of it since they kicked things off with this current iteration. You know, back. Uh, in 2013 with Man of Steel, which you and I liked, but we're like one of the few people out there that that actually liked it. So let's hope it's not an ongoing trend for them that maybe they can turn it around. So anyway. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, this is going to be four DC movies in a year. That's the most they've ever done, I believe. Yeah, um, that's going to be impressive. And majority of these films are, I would say, on the lighter side of things. I mean, Black Adam, I don't know if that will be lighter or not, but hopefully it is. Um, and The Dark Knight is going to be, uh, you know, the, the Batman is going to be a little controversial because it looks like it's going to be a little dark again. But right. Batman has only been on the light side a few times. So that's like the exception to the rule. Batman's well, typically think- always dark. And they're, you know, they're moving around a lot of the traditional set pieces. You have, you know, the Batmobile is a muscle car. You have the Riddler looking like he's wearing a hazmat suit. I mean, they're doing, they're doing some different shit, which I don't, I don't knock them for doing different stuff because if you just want to see the same thing over and over again, we live in the age of immediately accessible rewatching of anything. You know what I mean? So if you loved The Dark Knight, I don't want to hear about how you think this is not as good as The Dark Knight. Don't go see it and don't tell me. You know, either like it or don't like it, but zip it. Because, again, if they do the same thing, Todd, per our conversation of not repeating ourselves, I will not use the pizza analogy, but you know, <laughs> you know that I'm correct. You know that, No, you know that I'm correct. It's the same people who bitch about Star Trek. Oh, well, it's not my Star Trek because this thing and that thing. I'm like, no, it's... Trying to move, trying to trying to move to, yeah. to use to use a sports analogy. You're trying to move the ball down the field to do something yep. different. And so. this is going to be somebody's first like mainstream Batman movie. And you know what? Totally. It may become their first and their favorite. So we'll we'll see how this right. goes. And um, once we've seen the movie, we'll see if it works or not. I mean, it, we can all say whether it worked or not. But whether right. you loved it or not is a different thing. So we'll see if this comes together. Very true. Um, oh, I realized I didn't. I didn't watch the. Uh, I didn't watch one of these, so I guess I'll just have to fake my way through it. But I did watch this next one, which is awesome because uh, it's a General Motors spot that uh, is ostensibly from the you know the penthouse of the Renaissance Center. I've always loved the Renaissance Center, being a native Metro Detroiter myself. They built that; that was brand new when I was a kid. So I have. Wait, this do people have to dress up like in old timey costumes when they go into the building? Yes, that's that. That's absolutely. You should have seen me at age four in my. Uh, I was wearing a full knight's armor. No, I have a picture 
And, you know, I mean, I grew up in a family of photographers, so I'm sure my dad took this, but I have a picture of my brother and I in little winter coats, and I was four and he was five or six, standing in front of the Renaissance Center, like, after having just, it looks like we just got off the bus, because we're standing next to a bus station. So, I've always loved the Renaissance, you know, always had fond memories of the Renaissance Center, but it's been General Motors World Headquarters for decades. Um, but, yeah, this was, a, this was a fun spot that, again, it was a weird anomaly to me, because we had, uh, we had... Seth Green uh, as Scott Evil. You had Minnie Serling back as Frau Farbissna. Of course, uh, Mike Myers as Dr. Evil. But then they did something a little weird, and maybe I guess we should do the Are They Dead to see if Robert Wagner is still with us. But they had they had the younger version of number two, who was... Now I'm drawing a blank on his name. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, that was weird, but whatever. Uh, but it was fun casting. They were ta- it, it had to do with the... Oh, no, first, Charlie. Robert Wagner is still alive at the age of 92. Apparently, he was from... You didn't know this, Charlie? He was from Detroit, Michigan. Well, then why the hell wasn't he in this spot? Which was obviously probably... Because he's 92. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're not going to wheel him out. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll let it go. It was a fun spot. And it was great to see these characters. Now, that is one that uh, uh, um, Austin Powers that we just never saw again. Are we going to be, you know, humiliated by a sequel to that someday? I'm really, that's one that I would love it if it would stay. Holy cow. It's 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 been 20 years since Goldmember came out. So think about that. Talk about something that is ripe for a comeback because... You know, that that's just a parody. Uh, it's a parody of things. We've had how many more James Bonds? Um, right. We've we've had the world has changed in so many different ways. Technology. 2002. People didn't even really like I think I had my first cell phone, real cell phone, because I was in the military. Couldn't really have a cell phone. I did yeah. my first cell phone until then. Smartphones didn't even exist back then. Mm-hmm. So they could parody everything. Um, and that's right. kind of the big thing. It's like, is this is this a kind of get a gauge for is there a lot of uh Interest right. Does it, does, it, yeah. does it create a buzz? Does it create some kind of buzz? People are talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Time will tell. Who knows? Everybody that seems it seemed to be excited for it. And, you know, streaming, they could just do a streaming movie. They could do a, I don't know if I would want a TV series because the jokes could get really old by episode yeah. six. <laughs> oh, episode two. <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. Well, I uh, I will plead the fifth on this next one because I didn't. I know I've seen a Sonic trailer, but is this something even more different? I think this is, this is like the final third? one because it comes okay. out in April. Yeah, they they really went deep on the Knuckles character and okay. the fact that we are the the um, Emerald Chaos Emerald is like the main like the Deus Machina the the the, the okay which is kind of the, the 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 video game the Chaos Emerald will you know power Doctor uh, Doctor um, Robotnik forever and then they yeah. showed at the end the big. Dr. Robotnik like robot. So that was like kind of the big like, ooh, he's got his big robot, which is the Robotnik Robotnik. Yes, which is one of the main bosses in in the game. So very fun. This should be a lot of cool. Edris Elba in this is going to be awesome and Tails is in it. So this is just more funny, goofy stuff. That's all you need. I like it. Well, uh, April and I watched this next one just last night because again, I was talk about horror upon horror. I was on the road in a hotel, talk about first world problems. In a Hampton Inn in the Metro Detroit area, no Wi-Fi. 
oh, so I didn't even get to do my usual computering that evening. I, so I think it was Thursday or maybe it was Wednesday night that this trailer came out. And I, so I didn't get the to hotel doesn't have Wi-Fi. What are, no, what it was it was it was broken down. They had a water leak and blah blah blah. Wow. And that, w- what's nice is that you know it's funny how how competitive hotels are. I made an a somewhat offhand remark about it when I was checking out, and I was I was very polite. Didn't I didn't do anything at all. I got a call like three or four hours later. They comped my room because oh. I had something to say about it. And I'm like, wow. Oh. Because what I said, what I said to the lady was very true. I said, for business travelers like myself, the Wi-Fi is incredibly vital. I had work to do and I was lucky Absolutely. that I was able to I was able to hotspot my work laptop yeah. back to my work iPad so I could still do work, but still it's it's a huge hassle. So but anyway, uh totally off track. Yeah, so this is a trailer <laughs> for Jurassic World Dominion. Um, which I, I'm going to go on record right now, it's February, saying I think this is going to be the movie of the summer. I don't know about you. I think this is going to blow it out because you've got, uh, Todd, you saw the last, we saw the last, you've seen all the Jurassic World films, correct? I have not seen any of the new Jurassic, I've only seen two Jurassic Parks, the first and the second. Really? Anything since that series, I'm like, it's more dinosaurs. I'm like, I'm like, I I am with you. It is literally the same story Certainly for the first trilogy, which is Jurassic Park, one, two, and three, where it was, they have dinosaurs, we'll go see the dinosaurs, nothing will go wrong, something goes wrong. Now, they translated that, obviously, into the Jurassic World trilogy, and at the beginning of that one, on the first Jurassic Park island, Isla Nubar, uh, they turned it into a theme park. And it was it had been there for 15, 20 years, whatever it is. And they were and then finally something goes wrong because they invented dinosaurs so powerful they can't stop it. And then in the the sequel, uh, after abandoning the island, they find out that the island is being destroyed by a volcano, so they have to rescue some dinosaurs. Well, at the end of that one, spoiler alert, some of those dinosaurs, after being brought back to the US, escape. And now they're part of the, the the regular ecosystem of the world, and that's where we get into this next film. So you, you know you're seeing uh, scenes of dinosaurs, you know, running through the tundra, running through forests and jungles, um, and we see a reuniting of the basically the Han, Luke, and Leia of uh, yes. Jurassic Park. Yeah, the original cast. So yeah, they've got them back together for the first time because you had a cameo of Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic World Two. Um, as testifying at a court hearing. Uh, and then you had um, Sam Neill in the third Jurassic Park film, as, and then Laura Dern cameoed in that as well. But this is the first time they're all back together since the first film, uh, from 1993. Only God, bad almost. things happen when they come together. Don't they realize that? Right. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like... They're like they get talked into seeing because it was obviously even from the trailer that there was there's an expedition or something and they have to get talked into going and he's like all right fine I'll go if you're gonna go or blah blah so you, you know something bad's gonna go down so uh, I, yeah I think this is gonna I think this is gonna blow the doors off for the summer I think this is gonna be because we don't really have a mar what is what are the Marvel films we have uh, uh, Doctor Strange? Strange is in yeah. May and then we right, don't have anything is, again until like July which I believe right. is. Thor? Thor. I mean, th- those those will be big. I think this will be bigger. So when you you Johnny and and I do the summer movie wager, I, this will probably be my number one. That's my gut feeling. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. 
like I said, I, I don't know how well this movie will do. I don't know if people have fatigue at this point. I know people are getting a lot of Chris Pratt fatigue because he's in wait, wait, wait. everything. Did you say crisp rat? Yes. Chris he's my favorite. Rat. Yes, He's yes. my favorite. Um, yeah, so this one comes out June 10th. We'll see what happens. They did show like a hybrid dinosaur that has the feathers. There's, yes. I, I just, I always think it's a bad idea to, they sh- why do you move the dinosaurs anyways? They always get out. You put them in the United States, you're just going to get out again. Just let them die. Well, they were extinct, was, don't bring yeah. them back. I, I know, but if they didn't, if they did that, then they wouldn't have a movie. Yes. Uh, next story. So watch the Super Bowl. Uh, let us know what you think about these movies. We probably are going to get some trailers that have been not not been announced. So Marvel will probably show something and we'll see where that brings us. Uh, but what brings us next is Marvel Netflix is being removed in March. You're getting people are getting warnings now. This was bound to happen because the the publishing rights, the licensing rights, whatever, were going to um, expire. And so this eventually means that. This stuff is going to go somewhere, and I think the leaning is now um, that this will go to Hulu uh, due to the mature nature of content, which is where all the Disney, well, all the Disney-owned properties go when you have mature content. So, Charlie, I mean, um, that you know, I just it's it it seems more unusual to me because Netflix. This is this. These were original Netflix programming, um, but again, you know, the logical part of it is that it is um, it's Marvel's license, dis- despite the fact that you know Netflix paid for it and they produced it and yada yada yada. So I guess, but it's it seems even weirder to me, um, unless Disney is like, well, we don't really care about these. That they didn't have a plan in place to turn around and say, boom, these are going to be on Hulu on you know March first at twelve midnight. Um, unless, I mean, it, it doesn't come right out and say that in this article, I don't believe no. and it's, and it's Forbes. So it's very, it's very reputable. Um, but yeah, we don't really, you know, we didn't really know. Oh, there's an update. Netflix also, Hey Jason, Shashia, blah, 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 blah. Okay. That's not relevant. Thanks for the irrelevant update. That Forbes. is not an update. <laughs> yeah. 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 It has absolutely nothing to do with this, but, um, yeah, we do know that Charlie Cox has gotten sucked into the, the Sisamu, the uh, Sony Spider-Man Cinematic Universe. C- Spunko. Spunko. I'm just calling it Spunko. So Charlie Cox is in the Spunko. Um, but because he's in the Spunko doesn't really mean that he's in the the MCU proper. Um, so it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a real quagmire uh, as opposed to if these characters really matter if these shows really matter if you're if you're a uh, continuity hound the way that i am not everybody is but um yeah they're just that it just definitely leaves them floating but you're absolutely right it's surprising slash not surprising that disney would want dominion back over their own characters and their own character content regardless of the fact that it was netflix produced so but it kind of speaks volumes in ways that they don't, they're not like, Oh, if you love these shows, they're on Hulu immediately. So go sign up to Hulu. Like maybe they don't feel like people care anymore. Cause these shows are, when was the last? I don't think they're before? a draw anymore. Uh, because yeah, I mean, it's been what through uh, three or four years since the last, what was the last uh, production defenders? Uh, like. That was the last. Uh, that was last production, and that ended right. on kind of a, a squat. Um, I don't right. think the shows came to a, 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 a you know, a, 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 a what is it, a zenith where they peaked yeah. at the end. And at that point, uh, most of these characters had told their stories and where they were right. at. So, 
I, I'm perfectly fine if these characters, I, and I think that's the thing. They're not saying that they're not going to laud this because they're, uh, this would be essentially competing for the other Disney plus MCU shows, which mm-hmm. are a bigger draw. So what is this even going to do? Is it going to move some, this will be like, we're adding it to our catalog more so than anything, I believe. And that'll be just something that's there and they could bring it up. And then if they choose to bring any of these characters back into the Marvel, uh, Disney plus proper universe, they can maybe speak to those shows are now available too. If you want to learn more about these characters, um, I'm perfectly fine. If none of these characters ever get their own series again, I don't think they need it. I'm perfectly fine. If they come in as cameos and additions to things, because I think well, like, yeah, they've exactly. already told their tale and I think their biggest stories have already been told. Well, and, and if they recast it and just essentially did it again, who cares? Move on. The Marvel cavalcade of characters. I mean, we've got Moon Knight coming out in, in about six weeks um, and, and a host of other characters that Marvel has never really rolled out on either the big or the small screen. We've never seen Moon Knight. We've never seen She-Hulk. Uh, we've never seen Kamala Khan. Uh, you know, the Secret Invasion story really hasn't been touched. So they've got a nice slate of new and original stuff. So yeah, why, you know, go back to the, you know, it's not even the greatest hits. It's like the B-sides. You know, back in the old days when you had like a single or you had a, a CD single or even a 45, there was an A-side to B-side. The A-side was the big hit. It was, you know, the Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand, backed with, you know, This Boy or some, some album track that nobody cared about. Um, so it's the same thing. It's the the greatest B-sides or C or D-sides in the case of these Netflix shows. Yeah. So, better than I, better than like Ghost Rider, better than like, right. you know, most of the Blade movies, uh, not right. as good as most MCU stuff. So it's in the middle. Right, so it's just, it, it'll end up somewhere. Um, physical media is dead, so it's not going to end up there. I mean, I, I think actually some of these maybe got physical releases back in the day. So if you loved it so much, go out and buy the disc now because eventually, who knows? You know, if there's if there's no, uh, you know, pushing interest in it or nothing to continue, it may simply fall on the pile. You don't know. We shall see. And most likely we probably won't care. <laughs> there's uh, there, there, there's uh, there's there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, Stephen King just, you know, Renaissance continues and one of his. uh I don't even know how it was regarded when it came out, but Firestarter, little Drew Barrymore, you know, little girl who had set fire. Her parents were trying to get her back, I believe, from this agency and uh, kind of went wrong and she could start fires. Now this is coming back and it's going to be a universal film. And they're taking a pivot on this, Charlie, and it's going to be more the lens of Brightburn, which I think both of us enjoyed. Um and then Midnight Special is the other movie recently where um, – and what was the other one we watched uh, by the director of the infamous Fantastic Four that we liked? The Fantastic Four that we liked the, by Roger that, No, that we did not like. Yeah. So the infamous oh. Fantastic Four that we did not like. Oh, that, that would did be not what, like. the Josh Trank? Oh, Chronicle. That's the movie. Oh, um, yeah. I d- yeah. I like Chronicle. I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. You know, it was his first film telling story. Basically, if people got superpowers, what would they do? And that was more of like this guy would become a bad bad guy. And, and the answer would the answer would be people would be dicks. Exactly. Yes. So this is taking a similar bend. It looks like that this character is now going to be more of a not innocent, but more of a character that has ill intentions and doing bad. So almost like the oh. origin story of a villain. So uh, what do you think of that like concept of? You know, not everybody is good at heart. Some people do want to do bad things and watch the world burn. Yeah, that was, and again, that Brightburn movie, which I found 
super unsettling. It just yeah. Everything, yeah, everything about that movie creeped me the f out. There's no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I know April is the big Stephen King reader, so I would have to have to chat with her about um, if this is one she's even read. But yeah, you look at the adaptation with Drew Barrymore, and uh, Drew Barrymore has never been a villainous character, even as a child. So yeah, so you're right. Going from that, if that's my you know my framing sequence of this kind of story, I, it just wouldn't necessarily occur to me that. You know, what if she's, you know, the the Damien of, of, you know, Stephen King evil characters, you know what I mean? So I agree with you that it's it's just like what we were talking about earlier. If they just made something that was beat for beat or even thematically the same as the, that movie from back in 1984, what's the point? So, yeah, take it. Do it something different. You know, take some liberties. Just like uh, I was listening to some podcast uh, that brought up The Shining. Oh, because it was the Simpsons podcast. They were talking about The Shining because they, mm-hmm. they, they were reviewing one of the uh, Treehouse of Terror episodes. Uh, and then they made reference to the fact that Stephen King loved the the TV version that was on in the late 90s of The Shining with What's-His-Ass from Wing, Stephen Day? Or what was his mm-hmm. name? Uh, but absolutely hated the Kubrick version. Said it was Stephen Weber. Yeah, Stephen Weber. Thank you. But he hated the Jack Nicholson, uh, uh, which is Kubrick acclaimed. Yeah, which is acclaimed. But Stephen, that was nothing like my book. That's not what I had in mind. Yeah. I didn't like it. Blah blah blah. So same thing. You know, there, there's no nothing wrong with. I think taking a completely different pivot. Uh, uh, Todd, that's for you. Uh, taking a totally different tack and telling the story in a different way as opposed to telling it the same, because again, it, it, telling it the same falls right in line with who gives a shit. Who, what difference does it make? Why would you make it if it doesn't bring anything original to the table? So I'm on board. I know we'll see this. This is a theatrical release or is this a uh, Peacock this a May 13th? Oh, okay. Which is, yeah. Which we're seeing more and more things going to be moving to Peacock. We just heard that uh, all of the NBC properties, you know, NBC universe properties will move from, uh, from Hulu to Netflix or to Peacock. So we're seeing more of this, you know, con- consolidation of content going there. But the cool part is it looks like the cast is pretty good. Uh, Zach Afron's going to play the dad. Vicky is played by Cindy Lemon from Fear the Walking Dead. Charlie, a show you enjoy. Uh, Charlie is the daughter played by Ryan Kier Armstrong from American Horror Story, Double Feature, and The Tomorrow War. And guess who else is going to be in this, Charlie? <gasps> Kurtwood Smith. Oh, Kirk, God, he's got to be about 90. He has got to be he's great by now. So good. He, he plays such a good he villain. He is great. He, uh, ha- he has uh, one of those actors who has played multiple different roles across the different Star Trek shows. He was Federation president in one of the movies. He was a, he's been a Cardassian. He was in an episode of Voyager. He was uh, keeping up with the Cardassians. Keeping up is with that, the Cardassians. Is that what was he in? Okay. Yes, that that was the episode. It was the it was the intergalactic reality show. But yeah, the, yeah, I, I'm on board for this. I definitely want to see. Uh, and this is this will be a single. Oh, Firestarter arrives in theaters and will stream on Peacock on May 13. Wow, same yes. day, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like it. That's a Gloria Rubin. Gloria Rubin yes. from uh, from uh, blah, ER. Blah, 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 blah. ER. There you go. Well, cool. I'm I'm on board for that. So up next, Russell yes. Crow. Spidering. What do we got going on here? Yeah, so he's going to co-star in Craven the Hunter featuring Aaron Taylor Johnson as the Spider-Man villain. We haven't heard much about this movie since it was announced. Um, and this just to seem once again seems to be Marvel's or Sony is building up its 
army of Sony's rogues gallery, which is it's just an interesting approach. Yeah, it's an interesting approach, which is like it's not a bad approach because nobody's ever done that with building up villains rather than building up heroes. And considering there's far more villains rather than supporting characters you know of, it kind of makes sense because Spider-Man doesn't have a great like collection of great heroes he that have come from his comics he's got more right. of like side characters but the villains have always been like spider-man just like batman spider-man has fantastic villains so yeah great that's huge approach and spider-man does of course celebrate his 60th anniversary in june so yeah there's 60 years of uh a lot of really great mostly at the beginning and then a lot of really lame ass <laughs> villains in that time but craven is one of the originals this was actually an older comic that i owned Back when I was a comic collector, when I was a teenager, ASM 15 had a really dog-eared copy of it that my mom's boyfriend gave me for my birthday or something. So I had it for that was I was like, oh, this is great. It was in really shitty shape. But it was my first experience with that, you know, original Steve Ditko kind of thing happening. So always a great character. He died, he came back, he has a son, he has a this, he has a that. So um, yeah, I'd be interested to see. I don't know that it jumps right in here and tells us. Uh, gives us a hint of who it could be because you know within the craven verse there was just him until he later maybe it's his him. butler maybe it's his manservant yes. who knows he but so he's going to buttle for uh the the guy who was quicksilver yeah um, hand me hand me my long rifle please as i yes, kill this I thing <laughs> I need my I need my longer loincloth please thank you very much maybe it's dad maybe it's grandpa craven Grand, Grand Craven, Grand Hunter, could be. I don't know. It, it, it should be dumb fun. Like these, I'm, I'm Charlie. My dumb fun. I'm using it. That's why I'm using this episode uh, because it really is. I think these movies are just the dumb funiverse. Is what I'm going to dub them because that's what they kind of are. Just dumb fun, not great films, uh, but you know, popcorn movies where you don't think about them much after. Except, wow, that was dumb fun. I did not end up having fun in Venom 2. So I'm no, going to have to just... Yeah, I, that's, that movie is for a small audience, but everybody goes right. sees it and not many people love it. But this movie right. is projected to come out January 12th, 2023. So that's an odd window for a a bigger picture to come out if this really is going right. to be a big picture. I expect yeah, that date to move. Great. Right. Well, doesn't it all. So speaking of moving, and it's it's funny, this last story that we have here, I don't... It's just the, the word, you know, in D.C., the word crisis has lost any concept of meaning. We just finished reading a post-crisis flash story that you, Katie, and I, n- n- none of us liked. Um, but, yeah, this headline here says D.C.'s newest crisis won't reboot the, the D.C. universe, thank God. Dark crisis uh, will bring about some big changes. But, again, I mean, Todd, you know, you, you mentioned fatigue because you were talking about, you know, oh, will this Jurassic movie be big or, or has fatigue set in are we just how could somebody not be all crisis out since you know the first crisis that happened back in 1985 which was incredibly impactful i say because i've still in 30 almost 40 years never read the whole thing <laughs> i really you know what i'll tell you what i'm gonna make a promise put this make a note of this in the record that came out in 1985 its 40th anniversary will obviously be in 2025 by that time I own it both physically and digitally. I will have read it. There we go. Charlie, I I, I don't want to force you to read anything because that book is a tough read these days. At I the know. Time, but, it was fine. Now it's, still, it's, like reading, uh, it's like reading a stamp book. 
but still, it's just it's pivotal. It's important, and so I, I think it's like saying you haven't read Secret Wars, which I, I could read Secret Wars once every couple of years because I love oh, it. Because it because it's easy. It's, it's easy. Simpler. It does, yeah, and it it doesn't it doesn't hurt. But I, I almost think last time I tried, I just I, I got a little closer, but I couldn't get all the way through it. I'll okay. have Jack. I know I know so it's not my comic So but let's anyway. explain this. Let's explain this story. So yes, DC is having one of its next big events, which we get a lot of events these days in comics, which is which is fine because uh, it does bring characters together you may not be familiar with, introduce some people to new characters, which is I think the main point is just to give them more eyes on the prize, create some buzz. So uh, Dark Crisis is the next one. Apparently, this will not reboot the DC universe it's really more of a an event with dark crisis as the title joshua williamson is going to be writing this he says uh it won't be about reboots retcons or rewriting time and space and essentially uh apparently this is going to spin out of the justice league number 75 where the justice league dies which um apparently right. is, is we talked about that Yep, once again, won't be, you know, probably none of these will be set in stone. It'll just be another plot point to do something different. Uh, apparently, uh, there was a Justice League Incarnate book uh, about a malevolent entity uh, which has been behind all of the crises. So, which isn't is kind of interesting. The, isn't that the anti, wasn't the anti monitor the big guy? <laughs> Uh, yes, but apparently there was someone even before him, Charlie, plotting everything. Oh uh, yes, and we, we knew Pariah was the character that was coming up to basically be the person to come out and would tell you something is coming. The the, the crisis is so coming. He, he, he yes. was the watcher. He was the watcher. Pretty um, much, yeah. So this this reminds me of two things. If I if I you know lay it across Marvel, which is Marvel kind of reference, it kind of sounds like the whole anti monitor and somebody's above him sounds like you know the different shapes of Kang the Conqueror. Kang is also a Mortis, but he's also uh, the high evolutionary and he's also this or that. You know how it's just like, you can't yep. tell any of them apart. So it's kind of like that. And then the, the Justice League dies, but it doesn't reboot things. Reminds me of Onslaught. Because it was the same thing. They died, but then they were in a separate pocket of a universe. And I don't know that that's what's going to happen here. But then eventually they came back. So things weren't things changed, but they weren't rebooted. So I, it could have shades of that. The rise and fall of the Justice League is like to go away, they come back. And that's the way it was with what do we have in the Heroes Reborn? We had Avengers, Fantastic Four, Iron Man, Captain America, Iron Man. And they were all fucking awful. They were so bad. Yes. Um, and, I'm, and I'm glad that you and Katie got me to not only abandon the 90s, the early 90s run of the Avengers, but then also to skip this. So now I'm just reading the late 90s run of the Avengers, which is really very excellent. I love it because it was it was I think it was either Busiek or Wade and then uh, yeah. George Perez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I don't know. I don't. Are you keeping up with any of this stuff, or is this not just, really? Because uh, there's just so many books, and it's like, which one is it? It's going to be. There's a lot of Justice Leagues, kind of like there's a lot of event. There's always been like a ton of Avengers now for some reason. They keep doing that weird. They create a lot right. of teams, so it is very hard to keep up. You almost have to just find one book you like and just go with it, and then pivot right. to another one if you like it. But um, right. essentially, we're going to hear more about this book uh, starting in Dark Crisis number zero, which will be the free comic book day option with DC back in May, which is cool. That's not bad. That's, gonna, that's not bad. I think that. That's going to probably tie into the Doctor Strange film, so it'll probably be that same weekend, which is what they right. typically do, um, which is the yep. good news that we're returning to some normalcy. And then it'll uh, be followed up with Justice League Road to Dark Crisis number one. So once again, another tie-in book. So you know what? Comic book publishers love to have like zeros, omegas, alphas, uh, you know, spinoffs, side not, projects. 
not Omicron. Just keep it clear of it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing yeah. that would tie it to COVID. Yes. So there we go. Yes. And, and this will be tying in. Obviously, something will happen after the fact. So everybody who says, oh, I can't believe they're doing this. No, I can because that's what they do. When you have characters that are around, been around for 70, 80 years, guess what? You got to keep moving along because right. that's how you keep these characters alive. Well, nobody will ever have any idea of what the hell you're talking about. Like, oh, I remember that. Like, <laughs> and, and then you and I, I know this keeps getting moved around on the schedule, but that we were going to pick like four or five of these old covers to read. Like think about if we were, I mean, some of the Superman or Batman ones that we've seen like, Oh, Batman. Now Superman's fighting the giant Mothman or something. It's just like, it's, you know, stuff that your grand, you know, your, your parents read when they were little kids from the fifties. It's like, nobody, there's no continuity in that shit. It doesn't have, it doesn't speak at all to what a current, you know, audience would be interested. Yeah. If they bring it back, it's really only because they want to bring something back that they found interesting. Like a writer would say, like Grant Morrison's great about bringing it like the weird Batman from this universe from like 1946. No one else remembers that stuff, but you know what? Why not? It's fun. Right. You got it. Well, that, uh, that's a wrap on the news, my man. Uh, so now it's time to, uh, boy, I, I got to check my credits, make sure I've got enough on Uber uh, to get us a ride down to the Geek Easy. So let's go to Skugtown. Talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. We're sitting in the Geek Easy, the cover band's plan. I hope they take Zell because I don't have Venmo. And we are oh, ready to no. get our nerd on. Yeah, it's weird. I, I my, my bank does not support Venmo because they don't want to pay them the fees. So they have Zell. Well, that's it's a not, bank it's, transaction. It's not, it's not really that weird because nobody, even banks don't like to pay, pay fees. Who'd have thunk it? Exactly. So I have Zell. So please take Zell. Uh, geek easy. Zelly Zell Zell. Exactly. So uh, kicking off with some newer shows and things. Uh, Murderville. Have you watched this show, Charlie? No, but I want to. Isn't it short? Isn't it like six or oh, seven Oh, it's 30 episodes? minutes long. 30 minutes long. No, no, no. no. I mean, episodes, as far as the, the, Like the seven episodes. episodes. Okay. Yeah, like seven episodes. Okay. And it's okay. the fun part about the show is really it's a scripted show with Will um, – Oh, I'm Arnett. blanking on his name. Arnett. Arnett. Will Arnett. He plays yeah. Detective Terry Seattle, and every week he gets a new he gets a new partner um, to solve mysteries. He's the jaded old cop. You find out oh, that he's on. married. To, yeah. Uh, no, I love that because when you said his name was Seattle, there's there's a bit in the, uh, the Homie the Clown episode of The Simpsons mm-hmm. where he goes to Krusty's Clown College and he's like, "Here's funny words: Cucamonga, Walla Walla, Seattle." <laughs> It proved it. It's a funny sounding word. But anyway, sorry. Flashback. ADD. (laughs) Yeah. So this is on this is on Hulu. It is a new show. Um, It is like I said, it's only half hour long, seven episodes long. And the fun part about this show is, like I said, it's it's scripted, but only with Will Arnett and the other actors. The guest does not get the script. And so that guest is going to be Will Arnett's new partner. Every episode, they have to solve a murder mystery. First episode that is out is, and they're all out now. No, sorry, this is Netflix because all the episodes are out. Okay. Um, And the fun part about this is Conan O'Brien's the first guest. And you, they are old friends. They've been on before. So they have a they have a rapport already. And Conan O'Brien is like the perfect guest for this because he plays along really, really well. He's good at riffing. He's good at uh, improv to a certain extent, and it works really well in the show. It's it's just a really just a fun premise that you need somebody that can play along to have a good time. And they do wrap things up at the end of the episode. He has to pick who the murderer is, and it's like an episode of Clue or something like that. It's 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 very silly. 
uh, very fun, very well done. Um, they also have, uh, they have some weird guests. So they have, um, uh, Camille Nanjiani. They have Ken Jong. uh, <laughs> they have beast mode. Um, the, the former football player, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name. I'm horrible with names. Um, he is on it as well. Uh, and they've got some other actors who are on this and I, I haven't watched all of them. Uh, so I've only watched, uh, two, uh, Conan Bryan and then Kim Jong. Uh, his is okay. I don't think he's as good at playing long. I think he breaks too much and I think mm-hmm. that's a problem. So, but, um, I, I think you'd like it, Charlie. Like it's half hour long. Will Arnett's great. Just doing a, a riff on that tired detective. And he's also getting, he's been divorced from the chief and he's living in his apartment and, little spoiler that it's an ongoing joke. His partner was killed and he's trying to solve that murder. And his partner was Jennifer Aniston. Oh no. <laughs> and they show her picture all the time. <laughs> oh no. Here you go. Oh my God. Exactly. So it's, it's great. It's all out. All the episodes are out now. Watch it. You'll all have right. a good time. Uh, right, the cool. next, I don't know if you saw this movie. Nobody. Did you see it, Charlie? You know what? I'm sad to say that it's possible because we see a lot of movies, but as you start to talk about it, I'll, I'll know. <laughs> Isn't that sad? Okay. Yeah, go for it. Well, it's kind of a, a premise you've seen before, but the way they did it was very fun. I think the fact that the actor they used for this movie worked really well. And Bob Odenkirk is the star of this film. Um, he plays essentially a badass, which is not his forte. Um, and this is all about him... I, I, I don't want to give away the premise, but essentially he is living a normal life and things go wrong. And then his inner badness finally is brought out. The movie is a, it's, it's kind of like that John wick or something like that, where somebody who's kind of I'm out and they bring me back in same premise. But but I think Bob Odenkirk is what makes this movie feel different because he's an actor like better call Saul, things like that. He was in Mr. Show, a comedian, you don't expect this of him. It's kind of like when ne- Liam Neeson finally was right. in Taken, like, Liam Neeson is this guy? Right. And he makes it well, believable. Liam, Liam Neeson, but he was in Love Actually. Yes, exactly. And Crawl. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> um, you know who was in Crawl? I feel like we talked about this. One of the uh, one of the band of, uh, of various rivals was the guy who went on to play um, – Shit! Now, 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 I'm stuck with it. The uh, really tall uh, Hagrid in Harry Potter. Oh, Robbie Coltrane. Okay. Bob Robbie Coltrane. To- yeah, yeah, it was totally in Crawl. I think. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. Um, it seems familiar. It seems like they're promoting this. Where did you watch it on? Who's got so it? So it's on HBO Max now. And that's where I watch there it. So there you go. Yeah, that's what it yep. is. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this movie quite a bit. It gets a little darker than I anticipated. But when you start seeing some of the people that are in this movie and when they show up, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. So I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. It's 90 minutes. Tight movie. Uh, has a little bit of dark humor to it. Good action scenes. Um I, there was something at the beginning of this movie. I'm like, really, really. But I think it's more about the character's journey that explains kind of why he did it and the way it is. But um, I liked it quite a bit. So check out Nobody if you want a good action film with a likable main character that sometimes does things you don't necessarily agree with. But I think it's well executed. I don't know if this series or if this is going to be like there'll be a sequel or something. But definitely they could make one if they really wanted to. Gotcha. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. All right. And then taking us home, the big yes. book of Boba Mando Fedo Lorian Grogu. 
Yes. So I know, Charlie, <laughs> you'll be talking about this uh, intensely yes. on the next Holocron Chronicles. So intensely. I'll get my two cents in. I'll, I'll get my two cents in. Um, and if you want a bigger, deeper dive on this, definitely listen to the Holocron Chronicles with next Mark Wednesday. and Charlie. Absolutely. But I'll, I'll give you my two cents on this one. So we wrapped it up, seven episodes, and they didn't do what I thought they were going to do. So I commend them for that. They were able to actually wrap up all of the storylines in a pacing, even though they had to extend to an hour, pretty pretty neatly. I think they wrapped right. up all of the details where it wasn't like overstuffed, like, um, you know, the last sequel movie in star wars i felt like that movie felt like we've got two hours to do 15 hours of worse of things this one i felt like they 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 did did nail it um they didn't do what i was what i was worried about too where they were gonna have like a ton of new characters just show up out of the blue that we hadn't seen before which would just be silly and dumb and it's like okay now you're just adding things for people to talk about rather than really give any of the characters the weight that they need. I mean, we didn't have any new special appearances in this, in this episode. It was like people we had seen all the way through it. So we didn't get that. They also didn't in spoilers. Um, they didn't bring the Tuscans back, which I was expecting. Like we, one would have survived and he came and saved the day. I was saying, but they, 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 they were all dead. How could they pull that off? Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm doing a full rewatch. We started last night and the episodes go really fast, particularly since April and I, you know, get up early. You know, we was watching it all this morning. But last episode, one hour and 17 seconds. Because <laughs> I pushed play. Yes. We got through just before we got on here. So and it's nice. There is a stinger at the end if you haven't watched it. So that. Um, yeah. That, that addresses a. That singer was kind of dumb. It was like, okay, this isn't like a big deal. He, well, it was, he, it was, it was, it was vague because it was left, it was left very vague. The fate of the character, and again, well, if you don't see that yeah. character actually get buried, right. you know, at this point, because like seeing people are doing with Cad Bane, it's like, well, we didn't see his. I'm like. He was stabbed through the chest, and it's not like through they're going to the like, yeah, exactly. they're going to they're going to like turn away and it's like, oh, right. where did he go? I'm like, the only thing that would have like probably satisfied people is like if the Rancor monster ate him, uh, and Charlie, as I said, and then he would wear his hat. Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. That was my response on Discord. Too. Yes, yes. That was I wanted to see. I wanted to see him do a dance. Uh, I still wouldn't believe he was dead, though. They'd be like, yeah, "Oh, exactly. he's still alive in his stomach." I'm like, what? "Yeah, you're right." That well, it worked for Boba, didn't it? So, by the way, <laughs> yeah. by the way, by the way, join our Discord. We have a lot of fun, or we're trying. To. Yes, we do. We uh, do. Yes, yes, indeed. But um, yeah, I, I I agree with you. Uh, through what felt like a really convoluted tale of a character that and it's funny i was going back forth with my buddy joe this morning talking about like well i really think they could have done boba right and they could have gotten him a great solo story i fall back on what our mutual friend john sear the other original secret friend had to say about boba fett as a character he said boba fett is ketchup he is a condiment he is not a hamburger and i said i prefer to think of him more as ranch dressing but he's not a salad but yes it's, it's Yes. Oh, haven't, you ever, haven't, haven't you ever a had a burger? haven't you ever had a ranch ketchup lettuce burger? It's called it's, ranch it's, up, Charlie. It's, yes, it's a, a fancy sauce like from yes. Step Brothers. Um, it's a good point. Yeah, I. But overall, the series having given two and two thirds of or two and three quarters, uh, one and three quarters of an episode solely to the Mandalorian and barely involving Boba Fett, the guy who the show is named after, it's kind of proof positive that what they seem to be doing um, is using whatever program is going on is simply as a furtherance of the overall narrative, not this is Boba Fett's deal 
and then Boba Fett's deal ends, and then we'll get back to the Mandalorian. No, this gave you that nice segue or that nice kind of connective tissue to get us to Mandalorian season three. So it's not like Mando season three will open up and they're right where they left off. Um, Even though we know that Mando has to, or may choose to go back to Mandalore, which is where Bo Karen and all of them were going in the first place. Cause he's got to, you know, he's got to save his soul in the eyes of, I feel so bad for him after what happened with uh, exactly the covert like, because it's like it's it's I like didn't prove myself what it's like being rejected by your friend group in high school like they decide to sell you out uh, for whatever but I'm like he has the dark saber so you know what maybe you're not a Mandalorian anymore armor maybe you can kiss my ass I have a dark saber I just I uh, that's what I remarked when we watched it this well, morning I'm it's like, not like he didn't beat the one guy's ass and and I mean so I yeah, don't know totally. I, yeah, their politics are a little weird. They are an odd sect. I mean, there's only three well, of them yeah. left anyways, right? Yeah, so it's like, and they were, yeah, but he still accepted her judgment. So I'm like, I, I don't really know why. But anyway, that's that's what we're going to see in Mando season. Yeah, but the whole series, it was just super weird. You know, the, it, the whole it was. It was, and you know, we had the Grogu element, which I was like, okay, um, so Grogu is back. He did choose not to be a Jedi, which then gets me into the conundrum of. I was trying to do some math here, Charlie. Some 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 right. Star Wars math on age. I can I can so, help. I can help. help so help, Grogu help is officially fifty, I believe, 50, from everything. He's fifty, maybe fifty or fifty-two, whatever. You okay. Know, a couple, so let's let's do the math, and then Yoda was nine hundred when he died. Okay, when he died, right? Assuming. One year um, for a Yoda Ling, whatever we're calling this race of Yoda things, yeah. um, is equivalent to ten human years. So like Yoda would be ninety. Sure, Grogu should be five. Right, he should be he should be talking by now. Sorry, I, he's he's like he's acting like he's a, a, a like a eighteen month old, which I'm you like don't? trying to figure something like. Well, you're, and again, you're judging it by human standards, and uh, again, it's Star Wars, so that's the answer. Well, I want I want Grogu to be ba- I want baby Grogu to be baby grooted into a teen Groot or a teen Grogu because this element of him being like a little baby. Uh, I mean, it's not like this is going to change anytime soon. I mean, right. he's going to be the equivalent of this. He age doesn't. He, and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't age like Groot ages. Yeah. I so mean, he's going to be by the time he's ten or you know acting like a kid that can talk and do stupid things. All these people will be dead. So I'm like. If you're going to have him as a character, you have to do something different. I'm like, could we just then, like, say he's now going to foundling school? We won't see him again until, like, the far future, and he will be a different character. I don't know. I just I just think this gimmick is going to wear thin when he's just the same babbling, eating things. I'm a joke. I'm kind of a gimmick, you know, kind of a toy versus a real character that is going to do much more than uses his power, gets tired, and falls asleep. Right, exactly. The the, the sleepy Grogu. Yeah. Anyway, so it's over. Uh, next, we're getting Obi-Wan. We got a date, didn't we, in the middle of the week? The date Mar- of uh, Mar- uh, Mar- May, May 25th. 25th. Yeah. And May 25th is significant because Memorial Day-ish weekend, right around there, is when uh, the movies used to be released. That's certainly when we got the very mm-hmm. first film back in 1977. So uh, being that Obi-Wan was a featured character in that film, that is kind of significant. So, anyway. And we're going back to Tatooine, Charlie, our favorite place. 
you know, like I said, people who are diehards like Mark are like, well, I really want to know more about why. And Mark also said he wanted a mod and people of Freetown series. I'm like, that can be a <laughs> that can be that, a comic book. <laughs> there, there, there's your one shots sprung into a series. So anyway, that will kill, right. that will kill Star Wars and Disney Plus right there because it'll be like, OK, we made a show for two people. <laughs> Mark. And some and some other guy. All right. Well, let's let's quit picking on our shared cosplay husband because he's. A oh, we guy. love Mark. Yes. yes, indeed. All right. Moving on. I'll I'll blast through mine kind of quickly. Uh, but uh, I I have bowed to peer pressure, and April and I are finally watching Shit's Creek, which is a a show from CBC from I ran for about six seasons. Uh, so back in. 2016 2017 till just i think 2020 which used to be on like used to be on like the pop network in the u.s yeah that's what it said but it was fully fully canadian produced series which i didn't really realize but then again all the people in it are canadian so i guess that makes sense um but anyway yeah a very satirical take on uh a, a tax dodging uber rich family that gets busted and has all of their possessions taken away except for this weird little backwater town that they own uh, that they they are they are forced to re- relocate two adult children uh, a brother and a sister and then uh, you know the wife who is a washed up uh, soap opera actress and then the father he owned a, a chain of video stores which is funny anyway because it's such an anachronism um, and it's just their ridiculous adventures and my wife April and I are watching this one together um, is not a big like laugh out loud at stuff on in general, but she laughs her ass off at this show. So therefore I, you know, I know that's really surprised me. So that in, in a lot of other ways has really enhanced my enjoyment of it because it's, it's ridiculous. And like the way like 30 rock is ridiculous, which is like of my top five favorite sitcoms because it's, it's kind of, some of you know some of the humor is gross. Some of it is very subtle. It's kind of jokes per minute, um, and it's just it's it's just good stuff. So yeah, it's Eugene Levy and actually both of his children. His son Dan mm-hmm. is the son, and his daughter, uh, whose real name I don't know, is Twyla in the cafe. Which yep, I, didn't I didn't know that one. I did yeah, not know that one because she does not look like yeah. Eugene Levy. Yeah, she, the more, but if you look at her through that lens. You can, it's a little bit, but not much. Certainly not yeah, like his. Certainly, yeah, certainly not like his son, who's like a photocopy of him. So yeah. anyway, very fun show. I think we're in season three of six, so we're having fun with it. Yeah, um, that, but, that, and, that show has a really good. It's a show that took forever for to get its claws into me, but once it does, yeah. you're just all in. You, you find out there's heart to these characters, and there's moments right. in this, this show where I would say is more emotionally. Like just it gets to a point where it's like, wow, this is really well written. And these characters yeah. you've seen them develop. It, that's the thing. It's like you have to get there. And I, I keep going back to this, Charlie. Comedies take time. You can't just watch three. I'm like, I'm out because it's like because they aren't developed. It's like they're going to be all just like these characters of just dumb things. And they just I mean, don't yeah, it's better. It, it, it's rare to think of a sitcom that was like guns ablazing from the jump. Even even some of the more classic ones from. The last 25, 30 years, Seinfeld, Seinfeld had a horrible yeah. first season. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, the I thought the first reason, first season of Thirty Rock seemed pretty solid, but it's probably more the exception than the rule. But you had, you know, a lot of really established people on it. Where something like Night Court, for example, which I come to love, the, the first season they dumped two or three of the characters yeah. after the first season, and it, it took another season for it to for more characters to change around and go away, and then they finally had by probably season three. Really, cram- and then they had probably two solid seasons, and then they dragged down for another three. So there, there is no formula. Um, 
So anyway, moving on, uh, Todd, and this surprises me um, because, you know, you, you love DC more than I do. And I have dragged ass. We have not gotten very far along with Titans. Like, we're dragging through the last season. And with Doom Patrol, we just started over. But we even just kind of stalled on that once we started watching Shit's Creek. But Peacemaker, which airs Fridays over on HBO Max, is my favorite. God, do I love this show. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, and just to encapsulate how much, because this show is, it's fun versus Suicide Squad, which gave us John Cena as Peacemaker, which came out last summer, was not a fun comedy. This is is an action comedy, but it's much more comedy than anything else. That opening dance number, April keeps saying, I got to see this. I got to see somebody orchestrate it's this. It's so weird. Because I know. Dancing, it's like, these are the weird, the, who well, choreographed this thing? Like, are you doing well, a monkey? I don't know what that is. There's a story behind it that whoever the choreographer was, she put it together and it was supposed to be one of these that like normal people could do it because it's not real dancing. Uh, and, and she and she had some stand-ins to practice the moves, and one of the stand-ins was her husband, who is Alan Tudyk. So oh, really? very weird. That's yeah, an interesting yeah. connection there. I know, isn't it? Isn't that weird? And I hope I hope that's I didn't really verify that, so I hope that's real and somebody I did just read that and I'm like, you son of a bitch. That's gonna be our new thing, Charlie. We're just gonna like have anecdotes. We're gonna like fake anecdote. I just came up with it and I won't tell anybody if it's real or not. Yeah. Don't look it up. People have to people have to then tell us real or fake. Oh my that's that that's a good one for Twitter. I like it. It would be the, the, the SFU anecdote of the week is this a real And you one? just say I heard from sources and you don't say who the sources source is. My my sources were we got this covered.com. Is that, anyway, that from like your newsdays, Charlie? Uh, yes, absolutely. I'm protecting anyway, my peace, sources. Peacemaker, uh this was episode six this week, and episode seven is the finale. So I guess it is the epi- finale, okay. Yeah, I guess ten episodes I guess seven episodes is the new ten episodes, they're just making things shorter. Eventually things um, are just gonna be like one episode. Yeah, it, everything you satisfied? is a, everything is a limited limited series. Um, but yeah, this I'm on one, I'm on two, and I I really enjoyed it. So I'm I'm yeah. obviously going to watch more. Yes, I and I, I won't say much more about the plot if you're only on two. But uh, it, this brings back a satisfying amount of characters from Suicide Squad. So you've got the the one comedian, the heavy set guy, whose name is on the tip of my tongue. He's back from Suicide Squad. The hot blonde is back from Suicide Squad. Uh, they've got one one of the actresses from uh, Orange is the New Black is in it. You get a cameo by Amanda Waller, uh, not Octavia Spencer. It is. Who's, no, that no, no. It's it's Viola Davis. Viola oh, Viola Davis. Davis yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is fun. Go out and watch it. Um, you know, Robert Patrick is his father. Uh, he has. Wow, a he's a eagle. surprise. He is a surprise yeah, in this show. Wow. Well, he uh, thinks some very surprising things happen with that character as it goes okay. on, and I'm not, I'm not going to say another thing. But anyway, uh, so last bit, you know, we're getting a little long in the tooth here, but last bit, uh, Star Trek Discovery is back for its next half season, um, and it will be as it goes along a bit. This is we're going to get our first two shows coming out at the same time, which Star Trek has done since the you know the the nineties. Um, but yeah, they're back. They're still chasing down. Uh, the space anomaly, Todd's favorite. <laughs> um, they, they get a little hint in, in this episode of kind of what's going on. Um, but it was kind of fun. They spent part of this episode uh, in, on basically a riverboat casino. Um, and it oh, turned okay. into... 
it turned into the Easter egg of the week because you had this one self-referential character who was spouting off a lot of uh, little nuggets of trivia and stuff that that kind of amused me. Um, so, Todd, where are you at with Discovery? Are you up? I just watched episode three of the season, so it was the one where it was the sword people came back. Um, the Vulcan sword people came back, or one of them oh, came back. Oh, the yeah. uh, the the Kuat Malat, the Romulan warrior nuns. Is what and uh, Gray got a body. We saw yep, that yep, yep, happen. Yep, 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 so yep, yep, yep. I, yeah, I, I'm unfortunately my treadmill is behind me because I've had to move everything. So my TV watching time has kind of been taken away from me for the last week. So once that gets back in, maybe it won't. I don't know. We're moving hopefully soon. I don't know how that's going to go, but I'll try to pull stuff in as possible. But but I I like that episode a lot better because it felt like it didn't, it wasn't contingent on a main plot uh, going forward. It was kind of a standalone story, which I liked. Right. I am happy to report, and again, unpopular opinion, that my three least favorite characters on the show, that would be uh, Gray and Blue Del Barrio's character and Tilly are gone as of later in the season. So sorry. Uh, Not not dead. But just because I just found them very tedious and obnoxious and I'm and we're focusing we're focusing more. This episode had a great focus on uh, Joanne Owashiku, the the helmsman um, that she and Burnham were on this uh, side, this this side mission where they went to the riverboat casino. So I liked that a lot. So anyway, catch up on Discovery. And if you want to hear more about not only that episode, but the one that follows, tune in with Katie and myself over on Code 47. Uh, The Monday... the Monday that follows the week that you hear this episode. So two Mondays from now. <laughs> I can give you a date. Come back on uh, February, February 21st. 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 Tune back go. in. We'll be, t- we'll be talking all about it. And talking about the uh, now third segment of season two of Star Trek The Next Generation for good or for bad. That's what we'll yes. be hearing about. But anyway. That's a wrap on the Geek Easy. So, Todd, time to get on my Air Qantas app on my phone. Get us a flight down under to the Thunderdome to amuse the mutants with a game that we've not played in a while. So let's do it. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome! Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome play a topic or a game to keep the mutants entertained. And as Charlie spoke about, we're going back to one we haven't played in a while, and that is the IMDb Keywords Plot Game. This is simple. Go to IMDb, look up a movie under Plot Keywords, and you'll get a list of keywords that don't tell you what the movie is, but just that are in the movie itself. Um, so this one's a little difficult because some of these are pretty vague, So and some of these are pretty revealing. So we have to be careful what we actually choose to reveal. So I will uh, go first telling Charlie keywords, and he has to guess. So, Charlie, have we ever put, like, a cap on number? Like, are we going to do, like, 30, 40? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, according to the schedule, we haven't played this one since, like, last summer. How about this? We're going to do a tweak on this one. We'll do a timer. So I'm looking at our clock is recording right now. It is 105.40. We'll start at 106, and we'll go to three minutes. So you get three minutes worth of keywords. All right, let me bring up the – I'll bring up the stopwatch. So, okay. Um, I will pitch to you first, so you're going to guess. Okay, so I will I'm wait. Gonna, I'm going to start my clock for you in three, two – hold on a second. I don't know how good I think this one no, – I was no, just no, going to use the timer of the episode, Charlie. Can well, I don't, I, I don't, I don't have oh. both screen. I don't have both. Ah, screens okay. So okay. that's why I'm going to use the timer on my phone. Okay. Um, 
but I and and we can call. Just do out, a stopwatch. That's that's what I just said. Okay, I wasn't uh, sure we can do a timer. And we'll give each other we'll give each other's call out. So okay, in three, two, one, starting. Keyword time. Tranquilizer. Gasoline. Hot wiring. Aquarium. Ex Navy. Tooth. This is so weird. Chase. Tracking device. Big brother relationship. Cloning. Oh, Todd, here's your favorite. Child in peril. <laughs> oh, no, that, 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 that opens up a lot. Monster movie. Monster movie. Oh. Hmm. I'll make it a little. Movie. Uh, this 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 is going to end up making a little. E- See, some of these keywords are a little too. Just just go, just go. We're leaving, but I'll do my best. Monster versus monster. Godzilla Mon- versus Kong. Nope. Monorail. 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 Um, teenage love. Teenage love. Sea creature. Sea creature. Animal Deep attack. Deep blue sea. Mm-mm. Animal attack. Though this could be uh, island. That might help. Not Kong uh, Skull Island, right? No. Okay. Not, not, okay. We have. Uh, is this a Cap- Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park. It is film? not. It is a Jurassic Park film, but you lost you planet, pick- lost world. Jurassic Park, lost world. Nope. Jurassic World. It is Jurassic World. You got it. At I was going to start just saying Jurassic. Trailer park? Well, Jurassic. I mean, it, I mean it, and once you hit Jurassic, I couldn't. When you said, "Is this a Jurassic film?" I couldn't say no because that that would that would that would be incorrect. So you got it because that, that would then push me off minute, to think completely different. Right. You you got that at about one minute forty seconds. Good. Okay. All right, okay, so I, folks, if I you're will, playing along at home, uh, hopefully right. you got that earlier than I did. I guess, and I, I will do my own stopwatch just because I've already got it up. So okay. I'll give it. Th- I'll give it three, two, one, and when I say one, you start talking. Three, two, one, go. Alien. Race against time. Alien starship. Talk show host. Flamboyant man. Oh man! Gun. Is is this your favorite movie, The Fifth Element? It is. Ah! Easier, Charlie. Oh. 20 seconds. Well, we're definitely going to have to go for round two. because Do you want me to give you another one? Well, no, I'll come back and I'll give it to you. Um, okay. I just, I just have to update. Well, I'll update this. I'm trying, I was trying to delete this. Ah, God dang it. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. So I'll pitch to you. Reset. I'm going to give you a three, two, one. Man, some of these keywords are really bad. Three, two, one, go. Family photograph, mirror, hugging. Well, that sounds terrible. Um, playing electric guitar, mayor. Back to the future. No, rock, paper, scissors. Based on a comic book. Spinoff. CGI animation. Lego. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Lego Batman? Ah! Oh, I can't believe I did that. We're going to, uh, you know what? We're just going to have to burn through the whole list. Okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Let's see what we got for the timer of the episode. So we'll go one more each. How okay. does that sound? Okay. All sounds right. good. Okay. Here you go, Charlie. 
Rebellion. Star Wars. Ancient, ancient astronaut. Time bomb. Star Wars. Uh, you got it. <laughs> what did you start, get? The, I didn't even. Holy start, cow! I didn't even start the timer for that because I remember there was a rebellion. That's why oh, the Star Wars game got okay, shut down. Okay, they okay. brought a bomb with them, and then the bad guys got the bomb. So okay. Okay. All this right. is the last one. Last one that I'm going to pitch to you. So okay. Get ready. Okay, so timer starting in three, two, one, start. Soldier. Street shootout. Power suit. Aircraft carrier. Fighting brothers. World domination. G.I. Joe? Nope. Robot suit. Ensemble cast. Explosion. That's a weird one. Uh, billionaire. Good versus evil. Interrogation. Secret mm. government organization. Oh, I think I know what this one is. All right. uh, is this... Ooh, is this Avengers? Can you be more specific? Oh, is this... Um... Oh, because I think it's Loki. No, no, interrogation. Loki. Oh my goodness, that should be Avengers one. Um, is this um, Age of Ultron? No. Battle assassin, female a, a female assassin, super strength. Uh, aircraft carrier. There you go. They they should give away. Civil War. Uh, uh, alien invasion. American kept. Oh. Not the first Avengers? It is the first Avengers, but that... Oh, I that thought I said Avengers. Oh, oh, you want me to specify said, which Avengers? I okay. said, yeah, so it is the Avengers... It's okay. the Avengers or Marvel Studios, the Avengers 2012. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I listen to that this week in Marvel, it's funny because it is, it's an official production. They always have to say everything brand specific. So it's Marvel Studios, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. They oh, have okay. to say it that way every single... I mean, you know that. You work, you work for a big corporation. You know about branding. Oh, I, mean, I do. Uh, branding, uh, marketing, right, merchandising. Exactly. Yes, as we know. Merchandising. Okay, exactly. uh, let me let me. I've got my movie just in, didn't bring. Okay, I got the keywords in the search, so I can actually find it. Finding it on the actual IMD part is hard, hard folks. So mm -hmm. you may have to just put in your search IMDb plot keywords and then movie name. It'll take you right to it. Right, right. Okay. This is All the last right. one, Charlie. Hold on, let me get the timer going. Hold on, just one sec. Reset and three, two, one, go. Urban Gothic. Supernatural power. Race relations. <laughs> Lesbian subtext. <laughs> Roundhouse kick. Ducati. <laughs> um. Jewelry theft. Back from the dead. Showdown. This is this is that Angelina Jolie movie. No. Shit. Poetic justice. Maybe it's not Angelina Jolie. No, it's um. Shit. Acrobatics. 
I feel like I know the movie. It's Charlize Theron is the star. No. Damn. Okay, keep going. Mask. V, v is Vendetta? Murder. Damn. Okay. Falling Basic downstairs. Instinct. Basic Instinct? <laughs> WTF. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Kung Fu. Urban Decay. Revenge. Brawl. Um, 2000s. Back from the Dead. This is an interesting one. Bechdel test passed. <laughs> um, hmm, it's another good one. Torture. Hmm, bear mid. I already said bear midriff, didn't I? Okay. No, um, no, but I, I always love to hear bear midriff. Bear midriff. Okay. Um, interra- interracial relationship. Um, psychotronic film. I'm gonna keep going. Um. Capoeira? Is this uh, one of the Matrix movies? Anti-hero. Damn. <laughs> the keywords is S. <laughs> trying you're to not gonna, get too. You're, you're going to stump me on this one because I'm almost at two thirty. Trying not to get too specific. Masked vigilante. Uh, Daredevil. It's Daredevil. Um, did I already say jewelry theft? Yes. It's Detective. not Daredevil. It's not, it's not, what's his ass, Ben, ben Affleck is Daredevil. Okay, um, I'm going to get a little more specific. Comic book movie. That's Oh, I'm almost out of time. Um, what was the terrible comic movie from the Whip. early 2000s? Whip? Oh, it's Catwoman. Yes. Was, I'm like, you're struggling there, Charlie. I'm like, I got to oh. give you something. Two two fifty five. Oh, thank God! You know what? This is the first time we were able to wrap this up where we both we both got everything. Yeah, that you is- got the I, you gave me the Lego. I kind of had to give you the whip thing because I think that was close right. enough. Yeah. So there you go. That is it. Three each. It, I like the timer on this because at least yeah. we don't stop. We don't give a number because it's like these are so vague. But you know, some of them are like the WTF was an actual keyword. I'm like, really? But oh well, right. I'll roll with it. Why not? I like it. Good stuff. What a great space to end the show. It's we we had one of those Scooby Doo endings. Everything everything was everything was <laughs> happy. Spoon. Yeah, everything was happy. Nobody was upset that they lost. Nobody. Todd always tries to talk his way out of it when he loses one of these. He's like, "Well, that's not fair." Because <laughs> didn't have to do that this time because we both nope. won. I like it. So uh, to quote my dad, uh, when talking about practicing on the golf range, always end on a good shot. And we both did. Everybody's happy. So, yeah, I'm trying to clean up my list. And I realize I did it in a weird way. Jurassic World. So anyway, that is the end of the program. So, friends, thank you for joining us. Uh, As always, I'm going to let you know that sharing is caring. And to keep on trucking. Be the hero, not the villain. In a truck. Baby me? This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. 
Please subscribe to Seeker Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Seeker Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.